Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Now that sounded like a different song than we're used to. That's true. It is a different song because it goes with our guest today. That was ADHD OCD by Fog and Lasers because our guest today is Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. Bonjour. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hello. Hey. Bilingual today, huh? <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. This is, uh, I think this is the second time i've done this mm, i believe so yes i was i was thinking about that too and i meant to do my research i couldn't remember if it was the second or third mm -hmm. but i know that the last time or the first time you were on was episode 105 and Ooh. now we're at 329 <laughs> i think yeah so a little while that, ago <laughs> it it was due for you to come back mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I love your stuff and uh, thank you for having me and whatever you guys. This is and this is a, a unique podcast. So I love I love the fact that you're doing something that nobody else does. So that's great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Except and Joe Rogan. I mean, you guys. Yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. We were thinking about leaning more into that side of things. but uh, <laughs> We didn't want to step on his toes. or anything. Yeah. Spotify so. has been emailing us yeah. a lot to really step up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they keep emailing us Alex Jones contact. And I'm just like, I don't know. That's really funny. <laughs> Um, but Rod, since it's been a, a while since you've been on, I wanted to talk to you about uh, fog and lasers, which I think we brought up a little bit back then too. 
Um, yeah. But it's uh, it's uh, grown even further uh, since then with um, a ton of amazing songs, including the one that we just heard. And it's really bringing the comedy community kind of together. Like there's so many people involved in this thing. Yeah, I mean, that that was kind of the point um, when originally trying to make something with this whole project was uh, just make Fog and Lasers like a big community um, of collaboration between com uh, comedians and musicians. And uh, it just got to the point where like, I don't know, uh, I was able to uh, just randomly uh, chat with different comedians where they would be like, oh, yeah, I can, you know, uh, I can rap or I can uh, if you ever want to like riff on some idea to make a song out of. And that's kind of where it, where it went, where uh, an example would be like a comedian like uh, Al Val, you know, Al Val. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they ended up well, they play guitar very well. Um, a lot of like thrashy sort of riffs okay. and uh, not exactly. I mean, Al doesn't really have the best recording equipment. So one day I think uh, they just sent me like a, a, a recording of like a random thing from their phone. And that is what I used to kind of turn into a song. And we did it twice. We did it for, uh, we did it for a song called um, I Know It Exists, and then we did it for a song uh, called um, Super Secret Orgy, um, <laughs> which was um, two, two bangers. But yeah, we, I mean, it, was, it just mm. turned into that where a bunch of different people ended up wanting to be part of the project. And there's a bunch of wicked musicians that are part of it when we record. And uh, we're doing a huge show May 6th at Longboat Hall. Um, it's going to be the fog and lasers, uh, with special guests, pink blob, uh, which oh. is Morgan waters project. Uh, Morgan waters is from the amazing Gale pile and was in a band called mm -hmm. weaves, which I think a lot of people uh, know about, but yeah, it's a, it's a very, very cool project. I mean, fog and lasers, we've got tons of people in it and it's kind of, it's gone to the point where, yeah, I, I make fun of it being like, Oh, we're kind of like the comedy broken social scene you know uh we got a lot of uh tons of comics on there miguel mm -hmm. rivas uh gwen phillips uh chris wilson chris robinson um uh, uh, uh kayla lorette we have a bunch of people just and it's it's them just doing bits or you know singing on the songs uh but we have some musicians too where People like, like I said, Morgan Waters, Rich Knox from Denko Jones, uh, Tyler Kite from Dwayne Gretzky, Nick Rose from Teen Ravine, Jill Harris and Lydia Prasad from The Au Pairs. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, like Ian, uh, Ian Doherty from uh, July Talk. So uh, wow. it's just, it's just kind of a, uh, a banger of a, <laughs> of a group of people when we, yeah. uh, when we get together which will be on May 6th and it's going to be unreal. There's a lot of surprises and we have, uh, we have some uh, prizes as well. Like yeah. um, um, I think I have a, a giant framed Pink Floyd poster. That's uh that's like a, like a gold record yeah. uh, that people can win. <laughs> I got like a uh, team Canada uh, soccer jerseys that people can win just random 
yep. uh, wicked stuff that people can win from buying tickets, but um, it'll be great. And we're also raising money for a good cause. It's called Help Age. Uh, it's a charity uh, that will raise money for uh, the elderly in the Ukraine. Um, oh, it will nice. be uh, giving a lot of medical supplies to uh, people who can't afford mm -hmm. uh, food, medical supplies in the Ukraine at this time. Um, uh, yeah. That's, it's going to be a blast. Amazing. Good and, people, uh, good show, good cause. Yeah. Um, so many uh, great people mm -hmm. involved that you were uh, listing there. Mo uh, most of them have done this podcast before. Some of our favorite episodes. Yeah, we had Danko Jones on last week. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Killer improv. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, that's amazing. Um, I will be there as well, uh, uh, cheering on and uh, so excited. So uh Come uh, follow me in through the doors, all of you listening. <laughs> it shall be a riot. Make sure you buy a ticket, though. Don't just follow you in. <laughs> yeah, you're not. They're not like your plus one. That's true. I should. Um, <laughs> I should clarify that I won't be sneaking a bunch of mm -hmm. people in. Right. 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 Yeah. You're I guess. I guess you would prob probably put the uh, probably put the link to tickets or something in yeah, your yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. I don't actually have <laughs> Twitter or Facebook anymore. So mm -hmm. I, now, whenever I put out links or anything, I'm like, how do how do I do it without? <laughs> getting on back on those i i honestly tried to join twitter again and mm -hmm. i joined for 15 hours and then logged back off and deleted my twitter i couldn't handle it we, oh man it's twitter is its whole kind of uh mess of a thing and i'm gonna go into uh twitter here uh soon uh because of a uh, certain like crossover thing uh, but we will have the ticket link in the mm -hmm. description of this podcast. So you'll be able to just see yeah, it'll it be there. it'll be there. It'll be accessible. You can find it. We'll share it out. And then to do with the Twitter to go back to that. One big thing is that, uh, Rod, I know that you've been getting a lot of praise on uh, on Twitter because the two of us were both in the same uh, television show and you were on a fan favorite episode of that television show, Ghosts and right on of, yeah yeah a lot of the um actors of the show were tweeting about you shouting you out and everything like that i hope you uh you saw them all but um yeah that's from uh what i've been seeing on like twitter and like uh message boards and everything like that like alberta's fan is a um very favorite episode and i think it made the um they did like a Christmas kind of uh, marathon of fan voted episodes. Oh, and cool. Part of that. And too. it made it. I didn't yeah. know that, actually, but that's really cool. I mean, that was a very uh, that was like a, definitely a highlight. As you know, that show is so much fun to to shoot. Mm -hmm. And um, I, uh, I that was kind of like a last minute job for me. Lucked out. And ended up just getting in there um, and thrown into a couple of days of shooting. Uh, but yeah, no, it was really, really fun. Everybody's super nice. They're also supportive, which is oh, awesome. Yeah. And one of the things actually that I kept saying, I think I overdid it after a while, but I kept being like, you guys are so supportive. This is so cool. And then I think it's Rose, um, uh, who's one of the leads. Yeah, she was... She looked at me and she was like, how many assholes do you work with that you keep saying this? And then I started to laugh going, you know what? I should stop saying that. You guys are very nice. Okay, cool. But uh, no, I mean, you really do come whenever 
whenever you do sense that they have something really good, you're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh man, this is sweet. Like you guys have something yeah. great here and they know it too, but yeah. mm-hmm. it just felt, uh, felt good to kind of let them know because yeah. um, it was, I, we, I, we do gotta know how many assholes have you worked with? <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. No, I haven't. I haven't. No, everyone's everyone here in List Canada, them. especially yeah, everyone's super names. nice and grateful. Okay, okay. Um, but you know, you always, you, you'll get every now and then someone who's like, <laughs> yeah, don't no, talk course. to me. Let me eat my lunch by myself. And I'm, yeah. I'm not that guy, but I, I do get to the point sometimes where I, I'm like, I want to chit chat during lunch. I, I mm-hmm. like hanging out with people, but yeah. Uh, no, none of them are like that. They're all super, super mm-hmm. great. I think the big thing was too, and I know for me, like if it felt like almost a lot of, pre- I living in Canada for all of us here, we don't get a lot of opportunity to go on to, especially like an American network uh, sitcom, like hit we, show, hit show. Yeah, it was like number show. one for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, or I think it is still Yeah, it's the yeah. biggest comedy on television. So for, I, I personally, I didn't know what to expect going on to like an, uh, an American comedy like that. Like, so I think the surprise of just how nice everyone is and Rose especially is just like nice beyond what I could ever imagine anyone. Like she knows everybody's name. She's stopping to say hi to every single like crew member that she passes on the way to everything. Like, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible to see, especially someone that has done as much as she's done and to still be just like so nice and humble. Oh, yeah. It was really cool to just kind of be in that in that world for a little bit because, you know, we're not we're not uh, uh, we're not exposed to that all the time. But uh, yeah, no, they, they were all super nice. The executive producers were extremely nice to just. You know, they even called me up and gave me a little chit chat on the phone saying, like, thank you very much. This is going to be so much fun. And, it, you know, they don't I a lot of people don't realize, but it's those little things that matter when somebody mm-hmm. goes out of their way to say thank you or yeah. or, hey, you did a great job or something. So, um, yeah, no, it, it meant a lot. And it was definitely like a big change or shift in uh, whatever I'm doing, really, because. I'm uh, sometimes I'm, you know, acting and then other times I'm making a, a song about whipping your dick and tits out. So <laughs> who knows what I'm up to? Mm-hmm. And I'm, sometimes I'm wearing a tie randomly on a Zoom call. So. <laughs> well, this is a business meeting. You can uh, you can expense this one. Yeah. yeah. It's all business. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will say too that uh, you when I call my parents you're a a, um, a heavily talked about uh, person because my dad watches um, a lot of hockey and your commercial uh, the car commercials on there all the time but he's also his favorite show is Hudson and Rex which oh nice about, he was like the chef from Hudson and Rex is in this car commercial again I'm like it's the same one <laughs> <laughs> no each Damn time right. you see a commercial they refilmed it yeah. they put it on again. And then he was like, now he's on ghost. <laughs> like, yeah, he's great. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, Hudson and Rex is actually a very fun show to, to, to shoot. I mean, those dogs are unreal. You got, mm. you got taken down by one. My dad made sure to tape it and show me when I went home <laughs> for the holidays. Oh, that's really nice of your dad. Well, yeah. tell him I'm okay, but tell him <laughs> that the dog is very aggressive. Oh yeah. 
very, very aggressive. Uh, aggressive in the trained yeah. way, yeah, yeah, like yeah. as in when it needs to be. But right. uh, no, yeah, it's very, very, uh, very fun experience. And uh, it was so cold when I was there. <laughs> so cold. I was there in December, which oh I remember. And uh, to anybody who ever has been to Newfoundland in December, um, there's a chance you could become trapped in your home because of the <laughs> snow. I left and then there was a huge snowstorm that happened. And I mean, I guess this is a thing that happens every year to mm -hmm. people who live there. But your door is you're literally trapped in your home and the door you open the door and it's just a wall of snow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm saying this like I don't live in Canada, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, here in Toronto, we cry over like two centimeters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't usually get that much snow. And I, I used to live in Vancouver too, and it was even uh, worse than uh, Toronto for how little snow it was, but how everyone was like, "I can't come in today. I'm not mm -hmm. doing it." <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> actually. Teachers would call in. <laughs> Um, I actually, uh, the day that we had that crazy snowstorm, I don't, I don't remember in January, we had that crazy right. snowstorm. Yep. Um, I was filming and I actually went, I was, I tried to go to shoot, uh, during the snowstorm and I drove in my car, uh, and right before that, like right before going to work, I thought, you know, I made this doctor's appointment. I got to, I should go. Totally, I could see what it was like outside, but for yeah. some reason, I randomly was like, I should go. Wait, what if I leave an hour early, you know, like from my house? <laughs> I left my house at probably 6.20 in the morning and I didn't get to, I, I didn't get to the spot, which usually takes about 20 minutes to get to from my house. I didn't get to that area until two hours later. Wow. And at that point, it was 8.30 in the morning and it was complete, like everybody was, I, ha I have the craziest video of it on my phone because everybody was stuck. Mm -hmm. People were getting out of their cars. Yeah. Um, and I ended up uh, finally saying, screw it. I won't go to the doctor. I'll just go to, to work. And I started making my way and I like randomly was like, okay, maybe if I go through this one street and then I got stuck in between an ambulance that was stuck and a fire truck that was stuck in the snow. <laughs> and all I saw were firefighters outside of their truck shoveling. And they're all looking at me like going like, what do you want? Like, what do you want us to do? And I, I wasn't mad or anything, but I was kind of like, <laughs> I don't, I, I guess I'm here for a while. So yeah. I called my work and uh, I was stuck in that uh, right between those cars. And a guy actually came out of his house and walked up to me to the car and said, yeah, you're going to be here for like until tomorrow. So yeah. if you want, you know, I would, if I were you, I would just park the car and walk somewhere. I don't know, do something. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going till tomorrow. Really? No, <laughs> are you serious? Like, no, there's no way I'm here until tomorrow. Luckily I had, you know, my, I, I had my lunch in the car. So mm -hmm. if by any chance I'm here for five hours or something, sure. I can eat something. Mm -hmm. Um, but just by chance, someone had shoveled a bunch of the snow and there was like a little, little, little pathway, uh, right beside the ambulance that I kind of like went over mm -hmm. and I owe it all to my, 
uh, Pirelli Ice Scorpion tires. <laughs> so if you could put a big okay. link to anybody uh, yeah, to yeah, buy tires, we'll put that in to there, buy yeah. Pirelli Ice Scorpion tires, yeah. that would be great because those right, were get, right under the ticket link. You get fifteen percent off when you use promo code. Those booked on four Pirelli Scorpion Ice tires. I will always buy these tires because they okay. saved me that day that was unreal yeah i like how that guy just came up and expected you to accept it that you lived on that street now <laughs> well what i liked i thought it was funny because it seemed like he was going to say listen you're going to be stuck here i thought he was going to be like why don't you come up to the house to keep warm? oh no just like no man you're going to be here a while get the fuck off my street <laughs> yeah yeah that guy definitely gave up on life uh, judging by the way he was reacting to the snow, he yeah. was like, he's like, yeah, buddy, you're going to be here until tomorrow. Just leave your car and go somewhere. And I was like, what? 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 Like, is that really the way to deal with this right now? Like, yes. leave my car here? Now, were the firemen giving you dirty looks because they were no, like, they what were, is this they guy were... doing? Or was it because, like, are you going to get up and get out and help us? Or no. are you just going to sit there? A couple of people had gotten out of their or walked out of their homes with shovels to help the firefighters. But I mean, yeah. they were they had their own problems. So they were trying to get this fire truck right uh, free. But no, they they had looked at me a couple of times because they were trying to let me know that they were stuck. Mm. And they kept saying, just turn around and go the other way. And then at one point I had to yell and say, there's no way to go. There's no exit. There's an ambulance that's stuck down oh, there as well. Right, so right, I right. can't actually go anywhere. And that's where they looked at me and they said, well, and that's where that guy came out okay. and, uh, and saw <laughs> at least that I had a sandwich in my car. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I guess he, I thought too, maybe he was going to be like, come in, have dinner, you know, have some, <laughs> I mean, that was the energy I was getting at first, but then it was like, nah, <laughs> it was 10 in the morning. So maybe okay. he was, yeah, he had just woken up. Early. He said it in a very suspicious way, though. Too, just leave your car here and walk anywhere. But <laughs> yeah, don't it'll be, be fine. It. Wink. <laughs> yeah. And if you could have it unlocked for me, <laughs> that's really funny. You better leave the keys with me. I'll make sure no one takes it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, had an, a bit of an experience during that too because I had been like selling stuff online, so. I had to, I told people on the Sunday that I would be mailing packages out on the Monday and that snowstorm happened. But in my head, I was like, <laughs> I told them I'd have this out on Monday. Yeah. So I'm walking through this mountain of snow, seeing all of these buses like crashed into the sidewalk stuck and I'm taking upwards. I think I had like seven to 10 boxes in my hands, no bag. And I'm just carrying it, trekking through the snow. Oh God. <laughs> I remember pants. you doing this. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do did. I, I mean, I did have a bunch of my, my parents. My parents called me and they were like, why are you going anywhere? They mm -hmm. were like, just stay home. I'm like, no, I got to I got to get there. And I actually everybody else made it to work that day, except for me, except for me. So I did look I did look foolish when I was like, uh, you know, what if I go home and I just I was directing. So I was kind of like, what if I direct through Zoom? And they were like, sure, just go home and <laughs> do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better. And I was like, OK, yeah, that's the, that's the worst part is that you're you were so justified in not going in that day. Like, there's, yeah, and they still made you feel. But the fact that everyone else did, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like your ultimate yeah. fear of. 
Um, well, the best part about your story, though, is the, the place where the packages were was closed. Yeah, so you the, had to come the home. post office <laughs> ended up being closed that day. So I had to walk all the way back another like of course it was why would it be open on during a, the may a, the biggest snowstorm of the year yep. or since no the biggest snowstorm since the 90s i'm pretty sure <laughs> it, it took me like two hours of walking back home carrying so much weight in packages it didn't take you that long did it it did i there nothing was plowed at that time i left first I suppose, thing in the morning but i mean really it, it was only what, really like funny. two blocks away from here because you were just over there right i had to take so many breaks because the air was thick okay. that day to begin with but then you had all of that plus my pants were falling down <laughs> i forgot to wear a belt so <laughs> okay okay everything was going they just, wrong. they just kept filling up with snow every time they fell down but all i could think about is how appreciative all of these people would be if they knew that they got a tracking number on their packages this day mm. and then they didn't no they didn't <laughs> and they didn't care either way actually so they were like they were like what are you doing stay home make yeah. some soup <laughs> are you insane uh, but we need to dive into a bit of a spookier note here mm -hmm. and the last time that you were on we asked you if you believed in ghosts and you said that your belief in ghosts was a six out of ten back then so has it changed at all for you? Are you less belief? Are you more belief? Where would you say you're ranking now? Um, I mean, it hasn't changed that much, but I will say I do believe in, uh, I, yes, I, I'm going to, the, the reason why I do believe in ghosts mm -hmm. is because I really hope there is something more exciting than us just walking around. Mm. Yeah. During snowstorms. I want something. I want to be spooked. I want right. to, I want, you know, how cool would it be to be like, you know, spend a weekend in a haunted house? I'd love that. I'd love mm -hmm. to just, you know. Uh, so you're you're doing it for the travel tourism uh, side of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, if, if I do. Tie, would you have the same opinion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do look like a ghost hunter. Yeah. <laughs> um, or a travel agent for. Haunted or houses. a travel agent for, for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, but I mean, it would be pretty wild to actually uh, be staying somewhere that is haunted. And mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know how I would react if there was uh, a ghost kid at the edge of my bed at 3 a.m., you know, screaming. But yeah, I'd probably be like, I'd, I'd be freaked out more. But at the same time, I'd be like, holy crap, I was right. <laughs> well, I due to you coming on, I prepared for this some uh, ghost stories of musicians that have seen ghosts. Right. Um, and I gathered these uh, together here. So Did is Alice Cooper on that list? Alice just, Cooper is on that list, guaranteed. Are you just reading this Rolling Stone article? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I prepared by... Yeah, it's not like you... you I compiled you a list these. that I got from Toronto Sun. <laughs> Is that not me curating it? I don't no. understand. <laughs> no. You found a link. <laughs> yes, I found a link, I should say. I I just want to be honest with the audience here. Thank you for keeping me humble. That's they, really funny. Yeah, they'd be like, where's that spook curated list? I only see the Rolling Stone They're one with the same your stories. Blog spot. <laughs> so the first one we have is Ace Freely from KISS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he recounts two different occasions when both his wife and daughter were violently pushed downstairs of their home 
by what he claims to have been a ghost. I always had a sense that there, <laughs> this is, this is a weird start already. <laughs> I always had a sense that here, uh, that here was some type of connection with me and the other side. Um, not long after Freely purchased a large family home in Westchester, New York, he noticed things have been moved around from place to place. Once he discovered his daughter at the foot of the stairs, Freely attributed whatever presence he'd noticed in the home before must have been an evil spirit. His marriage then fell apart and his daughter moved out. But once he moved back to the property with his new wife, she immediately picked up on the eeriness without ever knowing about the spirit on the staircase. Sorry, did his marriage fail in his relationship with his kid because there was a ghost? That's what he's attributing it to. <laughs> this, this feels more like he probably just drank too much and was. <laughs> well, I don't. I, I don't committed know. tax I fraud because there was a ghost. <laughs> I don't know. This 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 feels like there's more to this than. Uh, I cheated ghost. on my wife because there's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's something missing from this story that we don't know. He That's does... actually kind of sad yeah um, it's yeah. uh he does claim that when he moved in with his new wife into the same place that she also got pushed down the stairs by the spirit right 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 i feel like the 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 uh the joining factor might not be the house but i don't know i don't know um a psychic told ace freely that his house had previously been inhabited by an abusive mother who murdered her children Jesus. Okay. Well, yeah, I would think that too. And my marriage would probably <laughs> fail if I made my wife move into a house that was considered a murder house. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, a, this... honey, it's fine. It, yeah. That's blood on the carpet, but whatever. <laughs> well, you just it's get new just... carpets. Come on. Yeah. Scrub it out. <laughs> it's, it's a very, odd correlation here because like there's no in between so we just have to assume that the marriage ended because they were continuously pushed down the stairs yeah i don't know <laughs> that's why i'm saying this feels like we're we're really missing a large part of this story and we're Is getting some like correlations that don't seem to really connect yeah i feel like you're just did you make this list or is this a list about <laughs> spousal abuse the, oh yeah that's the rolling stones thing right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's um a bit of a weird one but you were right alice cooper's on here as well, well that's yeah of course alice. he is alice cooper is is one of my like the more i know i, I really mm -hmm. like as a as a musician he's amazing but the more i learn about him with like who he is and like reading yep. a bunch of interviews i've read a lot of alice cooper interviews he's just the coolest guy ever like yep. ever and he's helped so many other musicians mm -hmm. like other metal musicians he, he seems like a really nice guy he, yep. actually little peek behind the curtain he it looked like he was going to come on this podcast at one point too. Whoa, cool. Yeah. Uh, so maybe one day that will happen and we'll have to have you a part of that. Rod, man. I would so love cool. to be a guest with Alice Cooper. I, I would love to ask him one question. That's it. <laughs> I won't say what question, but I, I'm, I'm, I want to be allowed to ask him a question. Okay. I'm saying okay. we will save we, it. For we that we will moment. make that happen if it happens. Um, so it says, of course, Alice Cooper's seen a ghost. Halloween and horror have always been a part of the, uh, the rock stars MO, but even Cooper admits he couldn't have made up something like what happened to him in his abandoned rural New York house. 
It's always New York. Wait, why is it? If he lived there, then it's not abandoned. Uh. Well, I guess it's where him and Aerosmith's Joe Perry uh, hold up <laughs> to write some new songs together. So, okay, <laughs> just the idea of Joe Perry and Alice Cooper in this old house together being haunted and trying to keep on track with writing songs. What if we made this next song about a ghost? <laughs> they just have 10 or 12 songs all about a ghost <laughs> well um, it says it also notes here that both men were freshly sober at the time they began to notice strange things happening in the home and said it felt prankish like playful poltergeist he remembers hearing what sounded like furniture being dragged through the basement once he went to investigate, he claims to have felt the pressure of a hand on his back. Turned out the house was said to be haunted by the little boy who previously lived there. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Lake. See, that as soon as I would hear that stuff, I'd be like, why? why no, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> cool, but I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not afraid of a little boy. Um, but it's a little boy <laughs> that has the power to move furniture. That sounds like a good business opportunity. Yeah, little guys. ghost boy moving company. <laughs> I'm surprised. That's pretty funny. I'm surprised Alice Cooper and Joe Perry didn't jump on. That. Yeah, they should have bottled him up and then <laughs> rented a van, and then they would have had a free roadie. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that kid moving like Mark. Joe Hashtags. Perry. Joe Perry, another like rock star. That's that. Mm -hmm. I saw Aerosmith live once, and they were. Mm -hmm. They just blew my mind. I feel like this is turning into like a broad <laughs> rock fan podcast. Yeah. These are the musicians I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Joe Perry saw him do a guitar solo with fog being sprayed under him. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was the cool <laughs> one of the coolest visuals ever. I was like row eleven too, so I was just oh, like, wow. like when screaming. You, what time period did you go to this? Was this the honking on Bobo um, <laughs> period? By this was uh, this was I want to say this was almost twenty years ago. This was like eighteen years ago. Um, okay, that, I think that's around the honking on Bobo. You probably had the little harmonica from the CD that you were blowing on the did, whole time. Did Lenny Kravitz <laughs> open for them? Uh, no, I didn't get to see oh. the opener. I made I made oh. it like right when they uh, right when they started. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it was at Cops Coliseum. I, that's where that's where I, I saw them. I saw them around the same time period, and it was Lenny Kravitz opening for them, and then Joe Perry did his solo album, and then they went into Aerosmith. But I was thinking that it's probably around the same time period. Oh, it totally would have been. I mean, Steve, Steven Tyler was absolutely bonkers when I saw him. <laughs> he was bonkers in a good way. Like, I feel he like was he just, always is, though. Like, oh, it was just so, kind of him, so right? much fun. Yeah. The scarf. The scarf is way longer in person. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, amazing. I felt like uh, the performance, I still remember specifically. Like, There's a couple concerts i saw when i was younger like i remember uh specifically from kiss seeing uh paul stanley zip line on uh doing a guitar solo and zip lining mm -hmm. over top of us all but from aerosmith i specifically remember just the countdown clock on living on the edge getting to that moment <laughs> and yes. it's just being breathtaking <laughs> oh it's so good i love it <laughs> Well, on that note, we have a story of our own oh. to tell. 
Oh, let's do it. I'm yeah. excited. We all drew positions beforehand. Um, Rod, do you want to reveal what you drew? Celebrity. Yeah. Mm. So I go to a random celebrity generator and it will give you four options. You'll have to appear as one of those celebrities during the story, not stricken to that character, but they cool. must at least appear. All right. So your options are Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and saving the best for last, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say, because not a lot of people do them, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. All right. All right. So Cristiano Ronaldo will appear in this story. I drew the swing, so I have no responsibility. We can do whatever I want. And then that means I drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to canigetit.com for a location, a relationship, or a word. Let's do... uh, Let's do location. Florist. Uh, the spooky florist. That's right. With Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's right. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and, do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. It was a beautiful day. David was walking down the street. It was his wife's birthday today, and he had almost forgotten, but he wasn't going to forget to get her a nice bouquet of flowers like he did last year or the year before. Oh, boy, was he in the doghouse that time. 
But not this time. No, sir, Ray Bob. He was going down to the florist and making sure he could pick out something beautiful for her. You got this, David. Come on, David. You can't forget again. We got this. I just hope they don't have too many options for me. Welcome, sir. Hi. um, Are you looking for anything specific? Uh, Flowers? Oh, we've got plenty of options for that. Check this warehouse out. Oh, God. Behind the floral curtain, a giant sprawling warehouse full of bouquets and flowers stretching as far as the eye could see was spread before him. David was overwhelmed by the sights, the smells, the colors. I was really hoping for just few options. I'm not much of a chooser kind of guy. This is not my personality. Options really stress me out. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know exactly what you need. Well, let me tell you a little something over here is a brand new flower brand uh, that has just come out. It's actually the Cristiano Ronaldo brand. Have you heard of him? Oh, I didn't know that there was brand deals for flowers now too with celebrities. Um, yeah, I've heard of Cristiano Ronaldo, of course. I, I oh yeah, he's branching out to do everything. He's got his own cologne. He's got his own airline. He's got, he's got his own music label. He's got his own brand of underwear. He's got his own... Um, uh, gravel company. Um, yeah, he does a lot of gravel now. Um, but flowers are something that he says he feels very passionate about. Maybe I could play you, um, uh, their, their branding tape. Would you like to see an ad? I I would love that. Do I just like sit down? The florist pulled in a giant TV on an old cart. Like you would get in the old AV room from high school and he popped in a VHS tape. (sighs) and hit the play button and just disappeared. Okay. The Cristiano Ronaldo experience. Welcome. Ever since I was a little boy, I dreamt of having my own flowers. Flowers. I grew up in the hills of Portugal and I dreamt every single night and I would ask my mother, mother, can I have a flower? And she would say, not until you're in your 30s. And I asked why. And she said, because only real love can be when you're in your 30s. So I said, okay. The day I turned 30, I bought $46 million worth of flowers. Cristiano Ronaldo experience. What do you think? Um, yeah, that I was pretty much just sold on his name. Uh, the backstory is interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, who would have known that $46 million would be able to just bring you this much happiness? I'm curious, does do these flowers go to a lot of different shops and he just hands this tape out with them for promotional? Or I feel like a little card would have done the trick. Funny enough. There's actually another tape that explains that. Here, one second. It's really not. Okay. Yeah. You're hitting play. Cristiano Ronaldo experience. Tape two. Ever since I was a little boy, I dreamt of buying $46 million worth of flowers. And then when I did that, I dreamt of creating a tape 
that will explain why I bought $46 million worth of flowers. Now, it all started when I met a business associate who was arrested for dealing cocaine in Madrid. But after he was let out, he propositioned me and said, I own a farm that has a ton of lilies. Hey, Ronaldo, would you like to come and do cocaine on my farm that has a ton of lilies? And I said, no, but here's $46 million. Cristiano Ronaldo experience. How was that? Did that explain it? Um, I guess a little bit, uh, but it just seems like, I don't know. Is this kind of, is, is there criminal activity involved in this? It seemed like he was trying to avoid it, but I just, I need to be sure here. Funny enough, there's one more tape that explains that. <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you should really leave the TV here. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo experience, tape three. When I was a little boy, I dreamt of buying $46 million worth of flowers. My mother told me, make sure that when you buy $46 million worth of flowers, that you make a tape explaining why you bought those flowers and then make a third tape explaining why you buying those flowers and your business deals are completely legal. So I dreamt one day and I thought, hey, business associate that used to sell cocaine and has a farm full of flowers. Are these shady deals that we're doing or is everything okay? He assured me that he's left his crime criminal past behind and that he's not doing that stuff anymore. I said, okay. The Cristiano Ronaldo experience, tape three. Yeah, I guess how that, was that? Yeah, that clears him up. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll take the flowers. Um, oh, that's very, very smart of you. I mean, we just got this shipment in, and as you can see, every single petal has Cristiano's Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo's name and number on it. His phone number. No, his soccer jersey number. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that I guess that would have been too much if he just constantly answered all of my questions all the time with his phone number on the pedals. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> silly. He could if you wanted to. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to uh, reveal anything secretive, but we do have his private line in the back room if you would like to call him. I mean, it's only for... It's only for true fans. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought about being like a fan of Cristiano Ronaldo until right now. Oh, okay, and then forget tapes. it. If you're not a if you're not a true fan, I'm saying well, I, then I'm forget actually, it. <laughs> I, no, I think the tapes really helped me become a true fan. Oh, really? Hmm, weird. Okay, no, I I'm gonna have to say, you know what? Forget we even had this conversation. Just, yeah, you can take any flower you want, really, but... um, Can I not buy the Ronaldo ones? Well, you don't seem too interested, and... um, Oh, what what is that? Okay, there's a knock on the door. One second, I just just have to... uh, I have to go. Hello? Is he here? Yeah, well, he's, he's right here. Okay. Is that who I think it is? Um, was that, was that? Hello the- there! Oh my God! 
Uh, you just poked your head out of the flowers. So, I hear you watch the tapes, and you're not a true fan. No, no, no. I, I like, you know, I, I, I never had a problem with you. I, I liked you. I just, I didn't. There's some people that you just like, and you, you don't know too much about, really, and you never did the research. But I'm a fan. I'm a fan. What's I this business of you asking for my phone number? What? <laughs> no, no, I misunderstood. I thought he said your number and your name is on every pedal. I thought it was phone number. We had this little, I thought we had a laugh. I thought we were having a good time. Uh, but then he said that I couldn't buy them at all. Like, I'm just a little bit confused. I'm just, I, it's, it's my wife's birthday. Uh... Oh, I see. <laughs> well, that sales associate is dead now, all because of you. <laughs> I, I hope uh, I hope you realize that this whole misunderstanding it caused a death no, but in my I, company. I watched the criminal activity tape. It said there was no criminal activity. All of a sudden, well, that's lights, a lie. All of a sudden, the lights went out. A few bright torches came down from the end of the hallway. Coming towards them, a bunch of hooded figures wearing soccer shorts and cleats were walking down, carrying soccer ooh, balls, ah, ooh, a light. Ah, ooh, they surrounded David in a big circle. They all took a knee, holding out the balls. David, do you think that spending $46 million on flowers is <laughs> completely funded by me playing a stupid ball game? <laughs> I've, I've read that you make quite a bit of money off of that. Yes. And you also watched the tape saying that I'm not involved in any criminal activity. Oh my God. What do you believe? I, I guess I should stop believing all, all, all of this media. I, I don't know. I, I, I just, everything I consume, I just believe it. Oh, dear David, dear David, dear David. Look at me in the eyes. I, Look at me in the eyes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm looking. I'm looking. Do you love your wife of course i love my wife that's why i'm here today do you love her though you know i've been really thinking a lot lately about what love even means i i and as you stare me deep in the eyes i just i'm starting to have questions i see how it is one of the hooded figures stands up oh. and takes the hood off to reveal david's wife you, you set me up for a trap. I didn't set you up for anything. David, you've been buying your wife flowers every single year. For how many years? I, I can't think of any other gifts. I'm sorry. David, I'm allergic to flowers. Every year you, you buy them for me, I sneeze and I sneeze and I sneeze. And you don't think something's wrong with that? No, Do you no, not no, hear no. the sneezes, you piece of shit? Oh, oh. no, I, I'm not. Stop throwing the soccer balls at me. Why is there so many? They're not stop, throwing. Stop kicking. throwing the balls. I just didn't notice the sneezes. I thought I didn't know what it was. I thought it could have been dust. I, I don't know. Well, David, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm in love with uh, Cristiano now. What? Yes, that's right. How did you two even meet before this? Well, I was in Spain with my sisters a couple of years ago, and we went to the cocaine farm. That's the problem, David. You never notice. You never noticed me. You never noticed what I did. You never noticed when I sneezed. 
You didn't even notice that every time she sneezed, a little bit of cocaine came out and clearly she had a problem that I helped her with. Mm -hmm. I paid for all of her rehab. I paid for every single therapy session and you had no idea she was going through any of it. No, I didn't. I I just, I was just going through my life, I guess, just going through the steps. I Sometimes you just don't take in everything around you, you know, like. David, David, David. It's really sad, you know. Am I going to have to bring out the the TV and play another tape for you to finally understand? Bring out the tape! (laughs) (laughs) Cristiano Ronaldo experience, tape four. This tape was... uh, Specifically made for David, here is some footage of him walking towards the florist shop that he goes to every single year. Why did I have footage of it? Because I'm a millionaire and I paid a camera crew to follow him around. Oh my God. Now, as we deep go deeper and deeper, we see David not knowing what kind of flower to buy. So... I developed my own flowers. And every single year, he didn't know that he was buying flowers from my actual cocaine farm. That's right. David, my entire salary, my entire money pit of never-ending cash has been funded by you for the last 26 years. And cocaine, of course. That's right, David. You've been trafficking cocaine flowers through our household for years. Well, I I can't be responsible for any kind of criminal act. Like, I can't be held accountable for this, can I? David, there's exactly 110 police officers in SWAT uniforms waiting for you right now outside. Why aren't they coming for you? Because you have been funding this entire cocaine operation. I make one flower purchase a year. Yes, from a cocaine farm that smuggles cocaine. Mm -hmm. So you are directly directly involved in this, David. Goodbye, David. I won't visit you in prison. I've stopped loving you years ago. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm crunching the numbers and I don't understand. It just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. David woke up in a a sweat. (laughs) He looked around the room, scared. What just happened? What was all that? Was, was that real or was it just a dream? Oh, thank God I'm in my bed. My single uncomfortable bed surrounded by cement and jail cell oh man the cristiano ronaldo jail experience <laughs> tape five no, no 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 don't bring this out in front of oh, oh this welcome, is a good one welcome david to jail that's right the cristiano ronaldo jail i have built with supreme technology the ultimate jail experience. You can eat as much salad and pork as you want. That's my diet. You can play as much soccer as you want. That's what I do and play soccer. And 
every single flower in this entire jail was planted by <laughs> was planted and funded by you. Oh, what? You saved all of the ones I bought over Wait a minute. You're David? You're David? You're David? Holy crap. This wow. is David. Wow. We've been busting our balls planting these flowers every day for the last 27 years. All because not, of you, David. We're not allowed using shovels or anything, so we use our hands. Yeah, we just scoop it. Scoop it. Look up. Yeah. Oh, I got thorns all over the place, but wow. You The, the, the famous David, the Thank guy David. who... You're the kingpin behind all this. Cristiano, we thought, was like the biggest celeb, but we didn't know where we were going to get a chance to meet David. I've I've never had anyone look at me with such admiration before. Well, you are David. I want to paint you. (laughs) Sure. Sure. David. David, this is Cristiano Ronaldo on the intercom. <laughs> Why do I sound Russian all of a sudden? <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that lunch is in 10 minutes. Okay, goodbye. Oh, oh okay. We're going to have to wrap this painting up. I, I think we all have to go for lunch. Um, well, it- we're we're your we're yours now, David. We yeah, you own us. So, whatever you uh, whatever, want, us to whatever do, you want, we'll do it. I'll we'll, I'll paint this later. We'll eat lunch with you. We'll we'll paint you. We'll dig holes for you. Whatever you want, David. Well, I think I do have a bit of a plan, actually. What? Lunch, right? You think Cristiano will be there? I think he just might. We can. S- maybe formulate some kind of a plan to kill Cristiano Ronaldo. He's the one that put me in here. He's probably the one that put you in here too. And you. Oh God. Uh, I, I don't know if we can really, but yeah, I mean, I if, if you want David, we, we can, we can try it. Right. Like yeah, whatever, man, whatever, whatever you want. Well, we'll listen to David, right? That, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I'm thinking that the three of us stage a bit of a food fight, but when we make our mashed potato balls, we fill the balls with forks. Right. I right. think that will work. The perfect crime. We throw them up at them. Yeah. Who's going to suspect a fork in a mashed potato? Exactly. And if we throw them high, he'll probably try to headbutt them. Right. And that's the money spot. Cut to the lunchroom Wednesday afternoon. All right, you know what to do. Okay. All right, I'm going to toss this big ball of mashed potatoes. Cristiano Ronaldo walks in. Everybody having a good time? Eh? I know this is jail, but it's Cristiano's jail. So you guys, yeah, you pray, everybody's having a nice time, right? Yeah, we love it here. Yeah, right? great time. Great time, Mr. Ronaldo. Oh, oh, look out, there's a big ball of mashed potatoes flying towards you. Slow-mo. Uh, Ronaldo jumps high into the air his head moving in a huge arc towards the mashed potatoes they get closer and closer until they collide in a huge cascading shower of taters and one lone fork sticking out of his forehead who would have done this to me 
Christian, Cristiano, oh no. David, what have you done? David. What have you David, done? You, you've, you've killed the greatest soccer player to ever live. Not only have you killed our marriage, but you've killed my new marriage to my new husband. I knew some people would be upset about that. That's why I made a tape of my own. Oh. The David Thompson tapes, section one. Yes. I don't really like this tape. Can we turn this off? Is that okay? Sorry, I'm not going to play the tape if people are talking over it. I'll, I hit pause. I'm going to play it. If no, 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 no. Please play the tape. Okay. I want to hear his explanation. Okay, I'm sorry, dear. So you might have a lot of questions like why would old David decide to murder anyone? Well, guess what? You trapped me in prison. You took my wife, Cristiano. And you guys are going to want to hear this part. This is really good. And so I formulated a plan with all of my posse here, the posse that you gave me. And I made poison tip forks. So when they pierce your forehead the poison will stream through your body slowly killing you once and for all and this will become my prison <laughs> oh david you really thought you could get away with it huh all of a sudden, the two goons who were with him ripped off their masks, and they were actually plainclothes policemen hidden as, as guards. The walls of the prison pulled back, and it was actually the huge flower warehouse. It was all a trick. They weren't actually in a prison. They were in a giant warehouse to trick him into thinking it was a prison. Are you telling me you didn't have enough evidence on me already, so you went through all of that to plant me in prison? That's right, you son of a bitch. We knew you would try and kiss Cristiano Ronaldo. That's why we put a fake helmet on him, so it looked like you killed him. Wouldn't it have been enough just when I admitted everything and you helped me with that tape? Why do you have to let Cristiano Ronaldo die? Listen, we got a lot of money coming into the police budget this year and we got to spend that money. Otherwise, we won't get it the year after. So we got to plan huge, elaborate things like this to put pieces of shit like you behind real bars. David, don't you think that me being a professional soccer player with the amount of headbats that I do, <laughs> that my head would be protected against a stupid little fork. Oh, my God. That's right. You just revealed yourself to be not only one of the biggest cocaine funders of all time, but a mastermind behind a plot to kill the world's greatest football star. You're going to jail forever. Uh, no, please. I Before this day, I was just a normal guy. Sure, I forgot to get my wife her birthday gift every once in a while. Sure, I bought a lot of flowers. I repeated the same gift. But do I really deserve this? Do I really deserve this? Do I really deserve this? Cut to CTV News, 11 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Hello, this is Ken Shaw. Tonight, the story of a lifetime. 35-year-old David McIntosh arrested in one of the most 
greatest plots of all time to murder Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano was quoted in saying he's never been more terrified of such an evil, evil man. Tonight. Spooked. <laughs> that was a scary story. Wow. <laughs> oh, and Rod, have you ever been that scared in your life? That was actually pretty cool. And I got to pull out my Ken Shaw impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been wanting to pull that out for the last like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> it was a perfect way to like put a little button on that too. So we got some closure on what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was actually pretty fun. Uh Cristiano Ronaldo, I kept just picturing him in a bathing suit the whole time <laughs> we were doing that. <laughs> And juggling a soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really fun. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. And um, we'll do some plugs here. And then we have another song of yours going to uh, right finish on. us off here. So, uh, Rod, where can everyone follow you on Instagram here? Uh, on Instagram, Rodrigo F. Stoll, R O D R I G O F Stoll, S T O L L. Um, that's really the only place you can kind of find me online mm-hmm. there, or you can go on my YouTube channel, uh, Rodrigo F. Stoll, uh, or you type in Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll on Google. Um, but I have a bunch of different music videos. Um, and, uh, sometimes I perform at uh, comedy bar. I'm going to be doing uh, a big show at uh, Longboat hall. Like we discussed May 6th, Longboat hall, the fog and lasers show with special guest Pink Blob, and there's going to be a ton of people that are coming there. Uh, we're about 50% sold out, so grab your tickets soon, um, yeah. and it's going to be a banger. Yeah. Amazing. And you can follow us at Spook Podcast, mm-hmm. where we'll be tweeting all of that out, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com for a full profile on Rod with direct links to those social medias, as well as direct links to the other episodes that he's done on the Sonar Network. Um, you can check out as well the Sonar merch where we have a shirt, whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, we got a shirt for you. And right now you're hearing So Wretch by Fog and Lasers with Chris Robinson, past guest of Spooked as well. Mm-hmm. Spooked. Spooked. Let's go. My daddy is a CEO. So when he goes, the money will start to flow. I will inherit the things you try to earn with merit. It's not unfair. It just happens. I have perfect parents. I'll get a Vespa to ride so I can reach my Tesla. Me and Kesha meeting up at three for breakfast. I'm like Jeff. Pesto spilling on my wallet. And you can bet that I got Louis spilling on my closet. Stacks higher than an Elon rocket. Got Drake's house looking like a poly pocket. I'm super califragilisticexpialidocious. No, I trusty. Buy you triple double. You know I like them busty Just wear a mask if this makes you sick But watch, when daddy dies I'm gonna be so rich
days. Boy, stop capping, you ain't rich like fudge cake. You a fraud, you a bitch, just a myth for God's sakes. To count up all your cash, you don't need no lost rate. Just a coin wrapping education from the first grade. You ain't work for the money that you got, no sir. Shit's handed on a platter like a damn hors d'oeuvre. I'm on my last one, I wish I had more nerves. I'm on my last one, I wish I had more syrup. I pity you, boy, you pitiful. Probably out here flashing money cause your dick is minuscule. Looking like a miniscule, money can't I make you cool. Gold diggers digging you before they dig a ditch for you. Huh. Flash generational wealth, cash sensational wealth. When you lay awake at night, I bet you're hating yourself. And when I'm staring at you, ain't no man I see. Just a big ass leech, boy, don't stand by me. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 